This is the Power Breakfast Show podcast series. Podcast series. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital. Up to date and credible. Power 102 Digital. Uh-oh. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Huh? Anybody? Julie. Hey, guess what day it is? Oh, come on. I know you can hear me. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> Listen, guess what today is? It's hump day. When I wake up in the morning, love. And the sunlight hurts my eyes. Something without warning love Bears heavy on my mind Then I look at you And the world's alright with me Just one look at you And I know it's gonna be A lovely day When someone else instead of me Always seems to know the way Then I look at you And the world's alright with me Just one look at you And I know it's gonna be Much. Hope you 
guys have a great day and a safe one as well, all right? Another Paul Breakfast Show this morning. You heard from Paul Richards. We'll hear from Richard Raghuparasingh, Wendell Stephen. Yeah, my name is Steve Kahn. We'll keep you company until 9 o'clock this morning. Yeah, just wait when Sir Charles pops in. Oh, yeah. Of course, let's see you send us hello as first thing this morning. And see, I didn't check. I'm checking now. Today is what? Wednesday hump day, the 23rd day of March. Man, it's Monday just flying. When I wake up in the morning, love. Trevor in Arima. Good morning to you. First off the gate this morning. Something without warning, love. Ken E, good morning. You came in second. Oliver Man Warren, good morning. He says, happy hump day. Ms. Maloney, we're gone. God, Celia out of Valencia. It's hump day Wednesday. CJ in New York, good morning to you. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for the hellos first thing this morning. Love to hear those hellos. All right, 24 degrees in Port of Spain. 22 in Crown Point in Tobago. I could so do it at Tobago trip. Three degrees in Toronto. 25 in Miami. 21 in Orlando. CJ in New York at six degrees. Atlanta. Morning, you Atlanta. 17 and 15. Across the pond in London. All right, let's see what's happening traffic-wise. You should traverse the streets of TNT. Not as heavy as yesterday, I'll tell you that much. Like going through Santa Rosa and then Mosca towards uh, Piaco and then Trin City towards Orange Grove. We got some traffic there this morning. A bit of volume. Freeport towards Edinburgh. Rivulet Road is the heaviest road so far this morning. And leaving San Fernando towards Claxton Bay. Bit of volume there this morning, all right? Take your time. Use your finger when you drive, I tell you. Use that finger. That middle finger. It's the longest finger. It's good to use it for the indicator. To go left and, and right. It's absolutely amazing when you use that. It tells the cars behind you and in front of you which direction you're going in. Isn't that amazing? I tell you, technology. So let's use that, all right? Let's use that. All right, so let me show you to the guys this morning. Good morning to you, Paul Richards. What's happening? What's happening? It is hump day Wednesday. Is this better? No, same. I don't know what you did. I'm, I'm trying out a new microphone. So. Nah, it's terrible. Go back to the old one. Yeah. Is this better? No, let me put it this way. Wendell sounds better than you. But then I'll go back to the microphone. I just said that. Isn't that amazing? I just said that. I just said that. I told him to go back to the old mic. No. No. Morning, Wendell. Yes, morning. Morning, Steve. Morning, Paul. Good morning, Richard. And good morning, Trinidad and Tobago. And all our listeners far abroad. Charmaine from New York. Uh, Ray from West Palm Beach. Phil from Jupiter. Uh, Mr. New York, Mr. Uh, Big Guy from Far Rockaway. Uh, then there's, oh, what are the names? The guy who calls me, your, um, his worship. 
I, I can't remember all the names, you know. Somebody has called you your worship. Yes, I have a guy who does was call all the time and say he's called Mini Mayor. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he calls from abroad. Oh. You know? Yeah, but good morning to all you wonderful people who listen to us. Um Dennis in London, Cavern in, in London. Uh, so many different people who listen to us from all over. Is this better? Oh amen. Put your hands on the radio and say amen. Is that what is that what you're doing? They're switching mics. I'm switching mics. Like the first mic sounded hollow. You sounded yeah, hollow. It's only muddy. Trying new things. So I'm back to the old mic. Oh yeah, old thing nice you That's Richard. Well, a good working old thing. I know. Ask Richard. You have to qualify it. <laughs> not going there at all. But that's a song. That's a song. It was a calypso that song. Old thing I taken home. Right, that that was one. I'm not even and gonna play this song. Um, a good working old thing better than a young thing. I can't remember who sang that one. Talpri, I think. Speaking of a good working old thing or a old thing, oh, it's no. coming in now. This is two days straight before for Re- six fifteen. Is, is that no? You're kidding? What? What going on? Anyway, mm-hmm. World War on the, we're on the brink of World War. We just come out of pandemic, so why Richard can't come to the early street? Well, the country opened back up, the department said, um, hint yesterday, 14 days after the taste of carnival. He hint, he said he's going to open up the country. Yeah, he didn't hint. He said he's going to open it up. Everywhere, so there's, no, there's been no post-taste of carnival spike. Mm-hmm. So he's going to talk to the health officials with a view to reopening the country. Yeah, I think means. I think that's an excellent move. Let's drop the safe zone, this and safe zone that, and yeah. back to normal. Amen. Amen. I guess so. I guess they'll continue with the mask wearing. Yeah, I think they, they could safely continue with the mask wearing. Or leave it optional. Leave it optional. Yeah, it's optional in the US. It, it's already it's optional, optional right now. So. Yeah. yeah. But they can't stop you from wearing a mask if you want anyway. So, no, so no, 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 no. Uh-huh. Even though you remove the mask mandate, you could still wear a mask if you want, yeah. which I'll be doing. I'll be wearing my mask. People in Asia have been wearing masks for years and years and years. In China, everywhere you go, you see people wearing masks. Morning, old thing. Old thing, what going on? What going on? Oh, hi, good morning, guys. Good morning, Richard. Uh, good morning, um, listeners. Good morning, Trinidad and Tobago. And good morning to... Um, well, I'll tell listeners wherever you are. And of course, welcome to the Power Breakfast Show on this Wednesday morning, midweek, believe it or not. Mm. He just said what we all just said. <laughs> yeah, but I said it with so much more positivity. Mm. <laughs> mm. And speaking about positivity, on the front page of the news day today, I see Amory Brown standing up in front of the Red House and they're saying he's now the leader of government business in the Senate. But look such, you know, at such a commanding picture i don't know if he is if they're suggesting that it, he is a successor to dr rowley so i'm not sure mm-hmm. wendell is that mm-hmm. the implication why do you like bacchanal so early early wednesday morning so well you're in the belly of the beast we want to know well that's Amy what he looks like well, I, there's no there's no challenge there'll be no challenge to dr rowley's leadership i suspect in the end of year um internal election well, that if you look, there. you see the statuesque picture of Dr. <laughs> Avery Brown in front of the Parliament. He Nothing less. He posed for that picture. 
He is, I mean, he's on the front page of a daily newspaper. How many people get in front of the front page of a daily newspaper with a photo up like this, Wendell? I guess so. Um, I've been in the front page of people. <laughs> Our Marco in the Senate don't know anything. I find Marco in the Senate very quiet. Well, isn't, he, isn't he leading? <laughs> well, they are all leaders now. They are both leaders now. Mitch. I mean both. I'm the mitts. I mean, no. mitts. It, 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 Dr. Brown is leader of the government Senate. Um, I think is it is it Wade Mark is the opposition um, chief whip? Is it Wade Mark? Yeah, I have no clue. Right, and then and then we have um, Senator Richards as who, who leads the independent bench. There's no leader of the independent bench. He's a coordinator. <laughs> I don't want to provoke you. <laughs> but photographers were asking people as they passed to take off their mask and pose yesterday. Well, take a picture because they generally have to step us with the mask on. But they were specifically asking people, I guess, because they were expecting the arrival. And he did come and was sworn in of the Honorable AG Reginald Amor Senior Council. Mm-hmm. So you and post Mr. Picture like Lawrence Hislop. Sorry? You pose for a picture like that to the Dr. Brown? I wouldn't what? say pose. I took off my mask and obliged the request. So, how, what was your pose? Did you look statuesque like Dr. Brown? I'm 6'4". I don't have to pose to look statuous. <laughs> okay. Some may have to do it. I'm just... Uh, when you're 6'4", you don't have to pose to look statuous. You're generally impressive. Oh, no. It's going to be one of those days. What? It's not. Of course. It's going to be one of those days. He tried to say, um, you know, next to me, Emery Brown is a shorty. Among others, among others, yeah, he's a smallie. He has to make an, he has to make an effort to be statuesque. Among many others, <laughs> so he has to he has to kick out his chest, put his arms across the front, and kind of raise his head. <laughs> among others, mm. isn't, isn't Reginald Armour also short? He is yeah, short. relatively. Yeah, he's well, you, some may consider him normal height. I am tall. Yes. Taller than most. So I guess. They may not be short. Well, yes, Amy Brown is short. Call member is short. Reginald right. Among, yeah, he is short. Because yeah. I would say Steve is about average height. Yeah. I'm six. Yeah. Well, yeah, a little above average height. Five, yeah, yeah, eight. Five, average. ten is usually average. I am what you consider average height. Five, ten. You just average full stop. <laughs> oh, well, I cool, Lord. And I cool with that, you know. And I cool with that, you know. <laughs> you just yeah. average generally. <laughs> but are you the tallest person in the in the parliament now? I think the new vice president may be a same height or a little taller than I am. Doctor um, Abraham. The news. The doctor Abraham. Yeah. Oh. Very nah, tall. Man, I, I've seen him. He's not tall like you, Paul. I've, nah. You know when he and Nigel and Senator different. And non-minister Nigel maybe. Is, is also Nigel tall. is a tall. One. I think. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I. I'm not asking him to. I think Doctor Abraham. Santa Abraham is very also quite tall. Mm. Who else is there? Um, Santa Timor is also a little above average height. Okay. Well, Wade um, Mark is a, is a six footer too, not so? 6'19. <laughs> Isn't he? Yeah, he's not a short man. Yeah. Yeah. He's not a short Especially man. Especially when he sticks his nose up in the air. And wave it like a donkey. I mean, is also quite tall, as you know. Yeah, she's yeah, tall. Yeah, well, we, we know Khadija is tall. Um, in the House of Representatives, I don't know. There are not many tall people there. I mean, I guess Adrian Leons could be considered a little taller than most. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh my goodness, that's a name from you know the past. You don't really hear much about him. You <laughs> really don't. That. You don't really hear much about him at all, what do you? What know? now? Is digital or? He's still, no, he's still in housing. Housing, yes. He's still in housing. But he's not somebody that's very prominent. You don't see him much on the front burner, do you? No, no. Nope. Guess what, a, guys? He's a really nice guy. We had a great promise yesterday. Oh, Minister yeah. of National Security for Cheryl Hines toured the prison yesterday and said, changes are coming. Steve, any special effects? It have no special effect for that because we fed up here that. I thought you would have had the special effects. No, you didn't warn me from before. When you I, when I read it, I said, okay then. All right. Okay. Mm -hmm. let, me, let me get a special effect for you. Let me get yeah. one here for you. Yeah. Now that we have the effect, we'll and come again and see it. So we, we'll Please. Minister of National Security Fitzgerald Hines toured the Golden Grove prison yesterday with prison officials to get a better view of what happened to lead to the escape. He toured the dormitories where the five escapees were housed and said he wanted to get a better idea of what happened and changes are coming infrastructurally to ensure there is no recurrence of the escape. My God, you slow on the take. You gotta drop it in there. Jesus. Come on. No, I think Come the on. computer was also in shock because I hit play and it just watched me in my face and the I saw like the mouth of the computer opened up and dropped and, and then it well, played. Steve, generally when you press play, it takes a while for something to activate it. Right. I have a nice piece of music for that. Let me get a nice piece of music. And the Prime Minister said? Wait, wait, wait. Let me get the, the nice piece of music here that would work good with what the Prime Minister said. Hold on. Here we go. Go ahead. That, given that there are no post-taste of carnival spike, or there is no taste of carnival spike, he's considering reopening the country to full operations. Yeah, completely. time. Yeah. I assume that means, I assume that has to mean they're doing a way of safe zones and, um, and no travel restrictions and, and no limits. travel restrictions, no entry requirements if you're coming into Trinidad and Tobago in terms of um, vaccination, etc. etc. I don't know if it means all let of me that. See, let me see if I can play it here. Uh, we'll see. 14 days yeah. after Carnival would have come and gone, that additional mixing that we did has not changed our circumstance for the worse. So I am now being minded to tell the country, I see no reason now not to open the country up completely. Mm -hmm. so, the, so guys, yesterday I, I posed a question for Olanza. Well, I filed it last week and came up yesterday for the Minister of Tourism to talk about uh, how we're maximizing the orange economy, which is the creative sector. So he gave a fulsome answer of what they're doing, what they did, blah, 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 the, the new Napa Sapa boards, body corporates, etc. Then I ask, uh, in the context of this sector, are there targets in terms of country? No, first of all, I said, is there an assessment of the, an economic assessment of the state's investment in creative sector versus the net revenue gains? No. Is there a, a projection or a target down the road 
for contribution to GDP of the creative sector? No. <laughs> Are there plans to do that? Not really. So how do you quantify a sector and say it's a viable sector if you're not if you have no idea about the net contribution to GDP and have no plans to assess that and or have a sense of what the investment is five years ago, ten years ago, versus the net revenue intakes over the years. How years run a sector like that? Don't we have that for oil and gas? Don't we have that for manufacturing? So how you quantify a sector's progress and be serious about its contribution to GDP? If you don't have basic data about how the sector is doing and how much you invest in the sector and what your plans are, what your targets are for the sector's sector to accomplish. Am I crazy to think that that should be kind of like basic? You know, and he orally answered that that way, right? Yeah. If it, if it is, if it is that you look now, if, and I can only speak intimately about the creative sector from the perspective of which I'm involved, um, that, that sector I know well because I'm involved in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, so, but, but, but how that's quantified, how that is part of any blueprint in, in contributing to economic activity, how much that becomes an export-driven business in terms of the creation of story and how story can be managed um, and monetized in its various forms, whether it be through theater or film or TV. As far as I'm aware from my experience, that has never been a conversation or, or on the radar in any tangible way. Now, that In this said, country? You're talking about in this country? In, in this country. Because other jurisdictions do it all the time. Now, that being said, there is Film TT, and I think the current management of Film TT is within the resource allocation available to them, is trying to make headways in terms of creating or monetizing, and how does this fit into the profile of export Trinidad and Tobago? Now, to be fair to him, he did say that they are seeking to arrange a different account for creative sectors so that they can quantify I guess revenues from the various aspects of the creative including fashion TT, film TT mm. music TT and I think they're supposed to amalgamate all of them again after they separate them years ago I don't know why so he, let me put it on the table he did say that but I found when I thought about it that the question was posed to start some conversation because they, if you don't have a, an idea of what you're investing in the sector in various arms and various dimensions and what the revenue is, even if you're, you're, you're making a, a loss, a net loss at this investment stage, you understand? Mm-hmm. And quantify it like any business opportunity, like other jurisdictions do. You're not serious. You know... Because you're just, you're just putting money and, well, yeah. whatever happened, happened. And, and it's instructive. Of, Wendell, just give me a second. It's instructive, yeah. Paul, in what you said. You said film TT, music TT, and fashion TT. Dance, theater, other forms of artistic expression are not really included in those three rubrics that you amount to. 
Now you now you may try to fit theater maybe under film TT, but for a lot of the for a lot of ministers of culture, it becomes uh, and, and and I'm leaving fashion out of it. But in terms of actual create, um, but the but there is a there is a creative TT army, and I don't know if they may be they may be included right. in that. I, I have never heard any minister, and I may be subject to correction, talk about theater and talk about um, dance and other performing arts mm-hmm. in in the way that, that when they start to talk about what they're doing, they usually bring up film TT, fashion, and music. Because because for a lot of the individuals who hold these posts, they see music in terms of soca. They're already talking about steel band too much, yeah? They're more the talking soca, about yeah. they're talking about soca particularly. They're not talking about the other forms of bands that exist in Trinidad and Tobago, of which there are many, whether they play in R and B or rock or whatever. They're talking really about soca. Mm. And when they talk about film TT, they have a hope that we can make some kind of impact in film, but they're not sure. But a lot of film and story structure really comes, remember, literature and literature and the writing of literature is the base for which any and any of those other creative aspects start. You start off from the literature point of view. Literature gave rise to theater, which is where Shakespeare and, and you would have had um, all of the others around Shakespeare time or before, when those plays originated and from plays came film but ultimately story and story is king no matter what you do story is king and the foundation yeah and the construction of story and storytelling its basis in literature its base starts there and so when ministers and stuff talk about um, 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 the creative sector, they talk about it in a very, in, in my opinion, very insubstantive way because they're not from the belly of the beast, so to speak. And so they, 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 they just hit on the points that are optically attractive. And how many, how long film TT or creative, creative TT has been around in some form or fashion? Several years now, at least over 10, 15 years. And more. How much inroads have been made? Well, why has, I, I, South, why but, has South Korea been able exactly. to make such massive strides from being unknown relatively as a powerhouse in culture? Because they treat it like a business sector exactly. with all the necessary development and, the, and investment structures and, the South and Korean government and, and measurement structures. They do that's what they do. Well, so let good. me be a little let me be a little fear to someone, eh, guys, because there's a guy called Dr. Kara Niles, who was um he was the business business manager of research and policy at the Economic Advisory Development Advisory Board, um through the Ministry of Planning. He had got together, put together a group of us because I used to attend those meetings either at the Ministry of Planning and once or twice at, at Queens Hall, where that particular study was taken when the, let me take it a step further mm-hmm. i interviewed dr niles mm-hmm. who was part of the roadmap to recovery yes yes which was just recently before the pandemic yeah who is extremely well researched on creative sectors and the inputs in economies he is but of course they don't show it that already no and that's what that is what disappointed me i remember there was a real excitement a real um how's energy in terms of putting together those kind of that kind of research that you are asking for paul 
You understand? Led by Dr. Niles and included. But even before Dr. Niles, Dr. Vanus James from Tobago has done mm -hmm. extensive research in this regard. Yeah. They just it's, let me tell you something. That paint talk bad man is 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 um it's just mouth. Mm. It's just old talk. Yeah. You know what he said yesterday too that I just I mean I can't laugh at I get put out. <laughs> if I had laughed when he responded I put out. <laughs> mm. In part of his response he touted that we're creating these portals for distribution of the creative arts and the content da, 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 da. Uh, Minister when will that is there that is there a timeline on that? In three months. This is the same man who before carnival tell me ready for carnival, eh? <laughs> mm. Like he's forget, like you know, he have memory lapses. Well, he, he responding, he responding in the typical ministerial way. Where they go when to, then I they don't, go I reject that. You no, know why? Let me finish. Because, well, let me because finish. it is contempt me, for the country. Yeah, but let me finish. In other words, you pose that question, they hand it to their their advisor, their advisor hands it to the public servants, and the public servants respond. Let me tell you, when I ask some of these questions, to be very honest, I don't expect a proper answer. It's mm. just to show the gaps on the other in, 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 the, in terms of the administration. That's all it is. Mm. All, it, all it could show, all you could do is show that they're ready. Because mm. I've always told people, you can't force the answer out of somebody when you ask them a question. They'll give you the answer. They want or they're capable of giving you. Mm -hmm. But it will show the gap. Because if, if you, at this stage, or we, could they put... Was happy to tell me that they have a tourism policy that was laid in the, in the parliament, and you don't have a clue as to what the investment has been 10, 15 years ago coming up, so you could quantify the general investment in culture, creative, and the arts in this country, like you do for manufacturing, like you do for oil and gas, like you do for any properly envisioned sector that you're taking seriously. And you can't tell me, even if you add the tourism arrivals and how much each tourist spends. Mm. Um, how much money is made from copyright, from soca, chutney, pan, mm. whatever. What, they, they, what people come into the country to, when they come to film, what they pay you when you facilitate like they do in Jamaica. Even on a rudimentary level, even if it's a million dollars, we still know well we have a million dollars and our target is 50 million in two years mm -hmm. and 100 million in five years. It's how you up, don't it? It's not how you operate a business. Paul... Paul, I'm telling you... Oh, you're just hoping for what, the best. That is what was being done by a committee, a group of us led by Dr. Karen Niles. My involvement on it was concerning Dongdong Carnival. So I had written an extensive report on Dongdong Carnival, the income, the expenditure, what comes in from vending, the subvention from, from NCC, all of that. They have all that information. Now, all that information was being collated by Dr. Niles. And I don't know, it just faded away. It just I don't we don't know the real value of carnival here, you know, and what happens, you know. No minister could answer that question because the the people under his charge don't know it either. Because, because a lot of the done. creative, the, the lot a lot of the creative sector and the components and the 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 people because the creative sector at the core are the people who make up the creative sector. It's a very human thing. Mm -hmm. um it's in, in terms of it's not a, uh, as a technological thing uh, the creative sector by in itself it's an inherently human thing mm -hmm. a lot of the the humans that make up the creative sector continue to create in spite of the government 
in spite of state structure, in spite of state planning, in spite of state forecasting, in spite of state looking at what, how can we grow this pie? Um, how can this, the creative sector contribute um, in, in the short, midterm, and long term to the, the the overall planning and economic planning? Regardless of all of that, creatives will continue to create in this space because. It has always been a struggle. It continues to be a struggle. And they are custom, they are warriors, they are creative warriors. Mm. And a lot of the times they, they make, whether it be Calypsonians, whether it be um, um, soca artists, whether it be actors, writers, dancers, painters, whatever it is, you're pretty much, they pretty much have the disposition that we are on our own and we have to try I, and make I'll it work. You know how serious any administration is about sectors by who they put in charge of it ministerially. I'm looking back, I'm looking back at the minutes, um, the uh, several emails that Dr. Niles would have shared back then because this this committee was dissolved in, in 2018. Since 2018, it was dissolved and nothing has happened since. September, no, no let, me, let, me, let, me, let me read it for you. Good day, colleagues. This is an email from Dr. Niles on July 27, 2018. Good day, colleagues. I trust that you are well. I am writing to you for three reasons. As many of you are aware, the EDAB, that's the Economic Development Advisory Board, has been dissolved, and I am now a lecturer at UE in St. Augustine. The Information Sharing and Collaboration Working Group is due to be institutionalized and renamed the Cultural Collaboration Forum, as articulated within the draft national policy on culture and the arts, which is attached. In the interim period, a meeting of the Information Sharing and Collaboration Working Group will be called, most likely under the auspices of UE, to keep persons informed on current projects and important updates. He really tried, you know. He really tried. It still comes back to having somebody in charge of a ministry who is a change agent. And uh, that ain't happening now. Well... Attorney General is not the, the Ministry of the Attorney General is not changing agent in That's a ministry that's been quite productive, you know. When I listened to the Prime Minister last night, now it was it was very the the the, the, the feed was terrible. I mean it, it was barely non-existent for, for Faris Al Rawi, at least where I was. And when I listened to the Prime Minister last night and he spoke about the uh, EMBD again. You understand? I, I, these things affect me, you know, because we're talking six years later, right, of a, of a new government, but we're talking about things that happened under the previous government in EMBD, where oh, billions of dollars, contractors had certificates, where they owed, in some cases, 200 and something million dollars, five contractors, he pointed out. You understand? Owed that kind of money. And they had certificates, in other words, you have to pay them. Okay? He called one name of a, of a person. And I guess, I don't know if I can repeat it, but he, he made it public last night. The person was, was then advisor to the then Prime Minister um, and, and Kamala Prasad Bises. Right? A gentleman named he called. Who, in the office of the Prime Minister, was owed 900 and something thousand dollars. For what God alone knows. You understand? It did, uh, but it, you know why? You know why I cringe? 
because six years later all these things were at the must have been at the death of somebody and what happened so people would listen to him and say oh god and Wendell, long watery troops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six, six years after, all yeah. that is is to reposition the narrative and the conversation in the country, or to try to do that yeah. while you're under pressure. No, but I'm saying if these and I'm not saying happen, I disagree with you that people should be brought to justice if they broke the law, they were corrupted. Yes, they should. Be. I am saying right now the public don't care mm. because he had six years to bring them to justice, and and not that it is the remit of the government to do that. But when the government keeps bringing it up, the public gets frustrated. Yes, yes, I agree with that. You understand? Although they say the wheels of justice turn slow, but they do turn. This time, these things, when I keep when I hear them, and 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 clearly the prime minister would have would have information at his disposal that the public don't know or have. You understand? But what has what has been done? People went away with millions, billions of this country money. They should Steve chill, still chilling, you know. Oh, gosh. You know that, right? Yeah. Okay. You know that, right? You're not thinking change, I, right? As yet like and you know, Joseph, as and yet I, like Martin Joseph when I hear anything. And I understand Martin, the attempt to change the narrative or to, put, or to put others on the defense. Mm. Because it is basically what got you into power by mm. bringing these allegations of major corruption and malfeasance to light to show mm. that one group is incapable of running the country honestly. You understand? Mm-hmm. But six years in almost seven, we want to know what you're doing. Yeah. How are you fixing here? How it and yes, back. it has impact on where we are economically because millions of dollars or billions get siphoned off. Mm-hmm. And they should be brought to justice. But really and truly, right now, we want to know what you're doing. Yeah. How you get yeah. us out of this mess. I think that does irritate some of the citizenry that the PNM, seven years in, still talks about. So we're be talking about this 10 years after the next election? The opposition's tenure. A decade later, we're going to be talking about this, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think it, it does irritate a lot of citizens of course, now. They're of like. Of course. Yeah. And that's not, say, yeah. that's not to say we don't want justice, you know. Or people brought to justice, you know. Mm. But, but so leading into the next election, we're going to be hearing about this again. Don't vote for them because they do this ten years ago. Well, well, you know, I have no problem with that. Eh? I have, I have no, no problem, problem with that. But I, I also no want to know what you're doing with people being reminded of what a government did. I have no problem with that. You understand? And they should never see the halls of power again. And I, I'm reading a, 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 a missive from David Marazzi. I think coming out from Alberta, Canada. About the Kamala Prasad BCS and the ANC. I don't know if you all got it. You know? Um, and even Dr. Fuad Khan, who's been speaking out lately, too. The UNC really should. I don't know. Sometimes when I, the, the new members alone should talk. Anybody from that 2010 to 2015 government should shut up. Have nothing to say. You understand? Let the new people talk. Let Russian Pari talk. Let, let, let um, um, the others in, in, who now come in talk. Anybody who served in that, especially with man. You understand a speaker the house. And then you know what happens, Wendell? Mm. Let me tell you what happens after that. And the why I have a tendency, and I understand the need to remind people about people's alleged corruption. Mm. But then all that happens is the UNC started to talk about Malcolm Jones and called yeah. the heart. 
Yeah. And oh, and that's all we, and, we get. And, you and do this and I do this. You teeth more and I teeth more. You teeth and, less and, and I teeth more. Yeah. And that's all that happens. Yeah. When the country is praying for a look into the future. Hmm. And of course, now they, now they will bring up the issue of... um. Clarence Rambrat's issue about the state lands and how public officials and and why oh. and why Ferris was removed and yeah, exactly so they bring up because well, that yeah. the whole meeting last night and we we hear why Ferris removed it eh? mm. Ferris get a bounce and you go and talk about the back broad mm. <laughs> who have papers I'm gonna make some coffee, I, I don't I don't have it eh? I I don't have the express I have the other two because I assumed Wendell would have the express. <laughs> I'm sorry. So I said, you know why? Why am I wasting this four dollars when Wendell has an express? This could buy me a double with two dollars more. Actually, the one place that I one place that I pulled into didn't get papers. As so I just have the Guardian and the news thing. <laughs> so maybe somebody will have to do the express online. But before we get into the reading of newspapers, just two other things to touch on. Um, the of course the industrial court has given the government a win with a green light to transform Wasa. That matter has been before the industrial court in case you didn't know but the industrial court dismissed an application for an injunction by the psa to stop any restructuring at the state entity in the absence of full consultation and negotiation with the union and of course the union has said that they intend to appeal to the privy council so that's interesting from the perspective of wasa and of course, you remember we talked about the issue of the retirement age going to 65. Well, oh. apparently, Minister of Finance, Com Embert, has begun um, what he's calling the embryonic stages of consultations with unions. <laughs> so, that, um, so we will see where that goes. Check us back. In, Next 15 years. No, but no, let's give them five years at least. So okay. we in 2022, check us back in 2027, 2027. And let's see if that would have happened by then. And and so that was so now you're up to date with some of the other sub stories. Um, of course, one other story that I wanted to mention is Dialsing, Terence Dialsing confirms chemotherapy drug. Um, I don't know if how you pronounce it, is Zeloda is available again. There's a there, there are a lot of complaints from CDAP users that drug availability is a problem. I do not understand why. Yeah. Because it should be these are the drugs that you have under CDAP. CDAP, it's um, let's say it's one hundred drugs. Get them, mm-hmm. and if you're changing a drug, put out a notice and say this drug is being changed to this drug because whatever reason. But if you have a list of drugs, then have the damn drugs in the pharmacies across the country to, to under fair, your CDAP list. How difficult is? When we spoke to Andrew Raham, and he did say, like everything else in the pandemic, there had been supply chain interrupt- interruptions with critical care drugs also. Then say that. Hey, we're for Not, bad, no? Say that. Because for a lot of these people, these are life and death stressful issues about the quality of their lives. And a lot of them are senior citizens. So stop doing that to so many citizens across this country who have contributed to where we all are today. Stop it. And treat them with more respect and courtesy, goddammit. Mm-hmm. Now we can do the headlines. <laughs> Go right ahead. Well, I don't know who's... I, mean, I could go with what I have in hard copy. I don't copy have any. I don't have any. Okay, but I will, do it, I will do the hard copy ones, and then the erstwhile independent senator can do the online express. 
to the Trinidad and Tobago Guardian for today, PM weighs full reopening. That's the headline. Um, lack of post-carnival COVID spike a good sign. Sees no reason country can't return to normal. Meeting health team soon for final decision. Wasa gets green light for restructuring. And fifth, a prison escapee avoids recapture. Um, so that's the front page of the Trinidad and Tobago Guardian today. And on the back page, Collimore laments West Indies fickle batting. That's the main headline in terms of the sports pages today. So that's the front and back of the TNT Guardian today. Is that woman? That's in it, woman you talk about? I have already moved on to the next daily. So <laughs> Trinidad and Tobago Newsday for today. On the front page, diver demands dollars for medical bills. Expert advice, Paria must pay. And of course, we have the wonderful picture of uh, Dr. Amory Brown looking like a successor to Dr. Rowley in front of the Red House. <laughs> they were aiming their guns at the wrong people. <laughs> Um, that's figurative, of Dr. course, Brown, people. Dr. Brown has to be put back into a seat, eh? first, to be, first to begin, if he has those aspirations. He has to go back up for election. Well, if Dr. Urauli um, sees him as the successor and uh, apparent, I, I'm sure Dr. Urauli has a say about whether he goes into a seat or not. Not so? So you're saying Dr. Urauli will put him in Bigger Martin West? I, I didn't say that. I said, can has, the, has some say in whether he gets a seat or not. Well, yes, he, Dr. Oli. Thank you, that's of, all we need Dr. to know. Dr. Oli's head of the screening committee, but he still yeah, has to uh-huh. like screen. Yeah, all the screening and, committee. And he, is, will, uh, he will be asked about his stewardship in Diego Martin's Center. Yeah, all the screening committee. You know my <laughs> opinion on that. Anyway, on, on the back page of the news day, TT may host India in July. ODI T20 matches potentially for Queen's Park Oval and Lara Stadium and Eve to use Courts Caribbean Classic as a rebuilding phase. Of course, in our interview with Jack Warner yesterday, he was very condemnatory of the current uh, players in the, in, the, in the football arena. Let me just add a little sporting news. Is that the, the, the eight-a-side tournament for Queen's Park will be played this year in April, the month of April. That's right, ne- right there. April 11 and 13, so Charflair IPS um, um, team will be will be fielding a team and will be coming out led by Gary Adge and, and, and Ian Defreitas. Um, so just thought that we all should know that cricket will be played at the Queen's. Oh, Club is that the Mac? Is that the Mac? Um, the Mac League? <laughs> Middle age cricket. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, let's get into this morning's poll. We, we we'll figure it out by the time. Let's online, get into it. Okay. Should government invest in a new prison and condemn the Port of Spain Golden Grove prisons? All right. You want me to do the express first, Steve? Well, we kind of run out of time, you know, and move fast. You make time, let's go. Go time. ahead, go ahead, go ahead, re express. Express online power asked to help as Christopher's medical expenses amounts. Cop arrest cops again. There are no parliamentarians who should be talking to police. So says Rowley. And he admits that he expresses Shem Bali was saying, a former senior advisor to Prime Minister Kalim Pasabi says he received close to $1 million. Money was causing suicides. Top cop seeks Heinz help in land probes. Al Rari, LG, my back broad, and PM plans to open country completely. Mm hmm. All right. So the headlines of three dealies. Again, let's get to our poll. Quickly, come up with a poll, gentlemen. 
Uh, should government invest in a new prison and condemn the Port of Spain and Golden Grove prisons? That was our poll yesterday. Give a results coming up in a minute and a half. Major issues, the tour. With the Caribbean king of comedy, Major, Major Hype. Hey, what's up? This is your boy Major Hype, a.k.a. the king of Caribbean comedy. Trinidad, get ready. That's right. March the 26th, I'm going to be live on that stage inside of Napa. Showtime, 8 p.m. sharp. At Napa, Port of Spain. Tickets are three fifty for a limited time only. Get yours now at all cache outlets. Anton's Gold Rush. Castro's in Arima. Larry's. Francis Plaza. Chaguanas. Or online at islandytickets.com. Major Hype is on his way to Trinidad. That's right, Trinidad. It's going to be crazy. Make sure you're in the building. The Major Issues Tour comes to Trinidad. Backed by Ziggy Rankin and Order. This is the release you need. Get your tickets early. All COVID protocols are in place. For more info, call 779-5755. Brought to you by Cashy and Anton's Cold Run. Major Hype live on stage. Trust me, that one's going to be crazy. Furniture Plus presents March of Madness Mattress Sale. Get hundreds of Sertacini and Therapeutic Mattresses. Shop now and save up the $800. Prices start from as low as $1,099. Check press and social media for details. All right, again, as we close off our poll from yesterday, should government invest in a new prison and condemn the Port of Spain and Golden Grove prisons? 89, 89% said yes. This morning's poll, gentlemen. Well, I, I did put one in the chat. Um, yeah, it, but it, I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to phrase it as do you support Dr. Rowley? In suggesting that the opening, in the, suggesting that the country can be opened up completely. Mm-hmm. Um, so, do you support Dr. Rowley in the country in a suggestion that the that he's considering the country be opened up completely? A, a full, well, a full reopening of the a country, full reopening right? of the country post COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, well, <clears throat> from COVID restrictions. So, do you support Dr. Rowley? in his suggestion that the time has now come for the country to open completely. All right. Mm-hmm. 222-8255-612-8255. Toll free, North Americans. You can call 866-525-1099. That's our numbers directly into our studio. Um, yeah. All right. And let's get some hits on our app and on our website at power102fm. Dot com. Uh, Paula says yes and do away with the travel pass. Um, oh Lord, that's a stressful thing. I is it? You gotta give us an experience on that. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Sandy Grandy, yes. Thank you, Sandy Grandy. All right. Let's see if we have any more messages coming through or any more calls. Let's grab this call. Good morning. Get plenty for this. Good morning, Sandy San Fernando here. Yes. It's a big fat yes. All right. Thank you, Sonny. Trevor Narima said yes. Well, you got Paula saying yes. You got Wayne in Simcoe, Ontario. He says yes. All right. Thank you so much. 222-8255-612-8255. We have four minutes to take your answers to our poll again. So do you support Dr. Rowley in his suggestion that the country can now open up completely? Um, no restrictions. Do you support him in that uh, um, suggestion? Um, he's, of course, looking at that there was no um, high, there was no surge post-carnival. So a post-taste of carnival, let me correct my statement. Yeah. So, do, so do you support Dr. Rowley in his suggestion that the country can now open completely? 
No restrictions. What's your opinion? That's our poll. Two 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 talk. Two 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 eight two five five six one two eight two five five. North Americans eight six six five two five ten ninety nine. And of course, um, people on the web and the app. You know what to do. All right. Stretch. Stretch says yes. Kenny out in Harlem says yes. Drews. Good morning, Drews. Yes to the poll, please. Piggy Lou is in the house. Good morning to you, Piggy Lou. Long time no see. Says yes. Andre. Says yes, yes, yes. Long Islander also says yes. All right. Uh, Lorna, good morning, Lorna. Good morning, Indy. Yes, it's about time. Thank you so much. One for Lorna and one for Indy? No, just Lorna. Okay. Indy probably out to work already. All right, and of course, we'll take your calls, 222-8255-612-8255. North Americans, 866-525-1099. That would mean to do away with the travel pass. And you could come into TNT without it. Yes, it'll, be, it'll mean the removal of all restrictions, mm-hmm. I'm assuming. Yeah, and, um, and that is part of it. Include, which will include restrictions to enter Trinidad and Tobago okay. or, or the bureaucratic process to enter Trinidad and Tobago. Or even so, to leave... And to leave. Well, because so leave do... It, leave in a stress to you, know? With yeah, that PCR, no. with that antigen test you must have within 24 hours of traveling. So basically, the day you're traveling is when you have to go and get that test done. If the time before that, you had to do it over. Well, that would be a U.S. requirement. That's not our requirement. No, that's not a U.S. requirement. As far as I'm un- I'm understanding, but that would want uh, to exit. We do, I don't think we have a requirement. Well, it's the country you're going to that has the requirement. Well, I I need to check on that because I don't think the U.S. is concerned about your your antigen yeah, your test. They didn't ask me to prove anything when I got there. No, nothing. I think it's, they, they I think asked it's nothing. I think it's at the point that you you're boarding down here that you have to show it. And that's what I'm saying. You, you, when you leave in the U.S. too, when you leave in the U.S. Caribbean Airlines, you have to show them your vaccination card. You have to show them your PCR test. You have to show them what was your, your travel pass. You see that travel pass? That is a headache to do. Because you have to upload these things onto your travel pass when you're, when you're, when you're applying for 24 hours before you fly. Eh? Oh, okay. It's headache. Did you have to get an overseas vaccination card, the international vaccination card, or you could have no, used your? No, no, they use they use the, the the card I have. The order exactly. Yeah, so, do right, you support Doctor Rowley in his suggestion that the country can now open completely? That's our poll. Good morning. Good morning. To answer poll, um, definitely yes. But yes, you do need a uh, 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 to to take to, to take a, a PCR test a PCR test twenty four hours before you return to Trinidad and Tobago. Not right? 24, 72. No. 24 return hours 72. to return is 24, 20, you're correct. Yeah, 72, 72 hours 30. before. 72 to return. Yeah. But to go to the United States, it has to be 24, 24 hours. But, but it could be an antigen. It doesn't have yeah. But it could be an antigen test, correct. So right. 74, 72 hours to, to come down and you have to take the test and get the results within the 72 hours, huh? Yes, yes. You can't get the results in, in December. You can't take the test like 
All right. Five days before and get the test two days after, and then yes. like, that counters the 72 qualify, hours. You're right. No, you have you to take it within f- the 72 hours. All right. Thank yeah. you. You could be at the airport, jittery, and the result ain't come on your phone. The email ain't come on your phone yet. Yes. All right. <laughs> Thank you, pal. All right. Uh, Junior says yes. Miss Maloney says yes. GB says yes. Eddie. Eddie says yes. All right, that's our messages on board so far. All right, let's get into our major news. Thank you for choosing Power 102 Digital. Listen every weekday for our live show starting at 6 a.m. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital.